Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 12th of October. These are embarrassing times to be a British economist. However, we must face up to the inconvenient truths of current British policy and look at what is going on in the markets today. Chancellor Kwarteng declared that they are working very closely with Bank of England Governor Bailey. Given recent events, that is not as reassuring a statement as it was probably meant to sound. Then Bank of England Governor Bailey warned pension funds that they will have three days to sort out their liquidity problems and then Bank of England emergency assistance will be withdrawn. Then the Bank of England appears to have privately briefed that if markets become disorderly, additional support will be provided beyond the three-day limit. What does this mean? It is worth remembering that UK pension funds do not face a solvency crisis. They have more assets than liabilities. The verdict of free markets on the fiscal policies of the UK government meant a dramatic jump in UK gilt yields. The impact of that on pension fund hedging strategies meant funds face a need for cash, and that scramble for cash has forced sales of gilts that have made the government bond market in the UK disorderly. The Bank of England has rightly stepped in to stop disorderly markets. The risk is that if that intervention continues for too long, moral hazards will emerge. Pension funds think that they will always be bailed out, and bond yields will not reflect the free market verdict on the government's fiscal policies. The latter is probably the bigger concern for the Bank of England. The government has to face the consequence of its own policies, otherwise the whole thing starts to look horribly like monetizing debt. A liquidity crisis is not the same as a solvency crisis, and a liquidity crisis should be resolved a lot more quickly than a solvency crisis. So a deadline from the Bank of England is not entirely unreasonable. At the same time, if financial markets continue to be disorderly, the bank has a duty to act. The prime directive for any central bank is to maintain the stability and functioning of the financial system. Hence, a deadline with a caveat of further possible intervention in the future. Ultimately, this is a high-risk strategy, while the government continues to pursue a fiscal policy that free market forces have declared to be disastrous. But a deadline with a caveat is a defensible position for the Bank of England to take today. We'll hear from another central bank today, with the minutes of the US Federal Reserve being released. The Fed's policy has the sophistication of a playground fight at the moment, with members of the FOMC huddling around the struggling figure of the economy and chanting, raise, 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 without pausing to reflect on their actions. However, we have been hearing a little more reason in some Fed comments lately, and it will be interesting to see if sense is starting to filter into the Fed's deliberations. The Fed minutes will follow from the release of producer price inflation for September. The consensus is for some moderation in the month-on-month rate of increase, although the consensus for the headline rate is actually quite spread out. 
and thus it would be unwise to expect the point forecast to be what is actually reflected in market pricing. From Europe, ECB President Lagarde is speaking, naturally. Uh, August euro area industrial production is going to be a bit of a non-event. The UK has released its monthly GDP and industrial production data. The August numbers were weak, but there were some positive revisions in the past. However, this is all ancient history, given the likely damage to growth from recent policy developments. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.